You are now listening to The Outros Project. Okay. Assalamualaikum everyone and welcome to the Altruist Project Podcast where we truly believe that the best of you are those who benefit others. I'm Hidayah and I am your host for this podcast. So as usual, first to mention is that this podcast is proudly sponsored and supported by Perdaos, providing a holistic and experiential learning for all levels of the community towards a righteous society. You can experience Perdaos yourself by logging on to the website which is www.perdaos.org.sg or you can check out the FB page and Instagram which is perdaos.sg. So particularly in today's project, in project 4, on the topic of to infinity and beyond, we understand that we are so, so, so close to Ramadan right now and I guess, you know, we would want to take a few steps back and reflect on what has happened in the month of Rajab and it was on the matter of Isra wal Mi'raj, the ascension as well as the night journey. So particularly for part one of project four, I'll be sharing with you, you know, a little bit of the story for Isra and our learnings, learning points behind it. While inshallah Afif will be in project four part two, where he'll be sharing with you more on the Mi'raj, more on the ascension of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi so now let's take a few steps back to flash back on the life of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam before Isra, and that was you know the whole entire year of sorrow for the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and particularly through that time we understand that it was called the year of sorrow because he lost two important people in his lives, which is the death of his wife Khadija radiallahu anha, who was his number one support and who was his everything while you know the death of his uncle Abu Talib was indeed something which affects him as well because he was his guardian he was his protector you know to stay away from the dangers and the threats of the Quraysh at that point of time and you know the Prophet ﷺ went through such a very very sad year and it is acknowledged to an extent that what we can extract from this is that you know the very fact that the Prophet ﷺ himself even felt sad. He was also a human being and this year was known for the year of sorrow. And in some other narrations, it was also known as the year of depression for the Prophet ﷺ because he went through the highest degree of sadness in his life. And, you know, um, at that point of time when he wanted to share or spread the message of Islam, he was particularly rejected and that if we, you know, go back to the story of Ta'if, where the Prophet ﷺ was rejected and dejected by the entire city, and that uh, not only that the adults were against him, but the adults were, you know, asking the children to throw stones against the Prophet ﷺ. And at that point of time, he went with the company of Zaid ibn Haritha, but at that moment, you know, Zaid ibn Haritha couldn't become the 100% shield for the Prophet ﷺ. So particularly, both of them 
were heard. But you know, I guess the beautiful story to this part of the life of the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, where he made a dua and he told Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that if this was something that he had to go through for Allah to actually be pleased with him, to have that peace with him, that it was something that he would accept. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed that for him. So, uh, basically on the 27th of Rajab, Muslims remember that Isra and Mi'raj is the miraculous night journey and ascension of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And although the exact date of the event is uncertain, but the majority of scholars place it at 12 to 16 months before the Hijrah. And this is right after the year of sorrow. And there were a few things that happened, particularly for the Isra part of this project that I'll be sharing with you. Which is, you know, on this particular night, there was this one night where the Prophet wasallam was lying close to the Kaaba. And, you know, he was in a state between wakefulness and also unconsciousness, i.e. sleep. Then it was narrated in a hadith in the book of Sahih al-Bukhari where an angel actually came up to the Prophet ﷺ while he was in that particular state and he cut open his chest from the throat to below the stomach. Then, you know, the angel removed Prophet Muhammad ﷺ's heart and placed it in a golden bowl filled with faith. The heart was purified, filled and returned to its place. And you know, this, this was not the first time that an angel had came down and extracted Prophet Muhammad wasallam's heart. In the fact, this thing happened when the Prophet wasallam was very much younger, was very much very young in age where, you know, uh, he was playing with some of his friends at that particular point in time and that an angel came and did the exact same thing. Onto the Prophet So what happened after that was that the Prophet was told to make the Isra, you know, the night journey. And particularly if we look at the sources, going back to Sunan and Nasai, we would see that the Prophet not only that he traveled from one place to another, i.e. Makkah, to Masjid al-Aqsa, which is in Palestine or Jerusalem. But particularly, he had visited a few places at that point in time. And that uh, at that particular journey, the Prophet ﷺ, not only that he went by foot, but yeah, he actually took on this animal named Al-Burak that was sent to the Prophet ﷺ to guide him throughout the night journey. So amongst the places that the Prophet ﷺ journeyed and ventured to were at first he was at Masjid Al-Haram at the Makkah where the Prophet ﷺ mounts the Burak. He then went to Medina and he prayed at the place of immigration. He then proceeded on to Mount Sinai and he prayed there. And that was particularly where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to Prophet Musa alayhi salam back then. Following that, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi salam then went to pray at Bethlehem where it was a place where Prophet Isa alayhi salam was born. He then went to the grave of Prophet Musa alayhi salam outside of Masjid al-Aqsa. And last but not least, he reached Masjid al-Aqsa where the Prophet ﷺ let all the prophets in 
prayer. So when the Prophet Sallallahu particularly reached Jerusalem, particularly particularly reached his end point of the whole night journey, it was an amazing thing that we can actually reflect on and learn from this particular story where um Angel Jibril alayhi salam, you know, one night, you know, this whole entire story where he woke up the prophet and you know brought the brought the prophet through many journeys at that particular time, and you know got the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the burak. You know, it was a great journey for the prophet, and if we think about it, at that point of time there were no advanced technology, so to even tell someone that you actually did that without the presence of any technology it could be you know the answer could always be and only be impossible but then again when things happen a lot of things are possible in this life because the one that makes it possible is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so uh, there when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa reached Jerusalem as mentioned the Prophet was met by all of the other prophets and the beautiful thing about this particular part of the story is that he dismounted and he seated Burak to a ring in the gate of Jerusalem and led every of the single you know, prophets to prayer. And the thing about Masjid Al-Aqsa, the mosque in Jerusalem is that it has many virtues to it and it is the chosen mosque as to when the Prophet wasallam would ascend up to the heavens. Alright? And particularly one prayer in Masjid Al-Aqsa is worth 250 prayers elsewhere. Beautiful, right? Excluding the Prophet's Masjid which is Masjid and Nabawi, where one prayer is equivalent to a thousand prayers, and the Holy Masjid in Makkah, where one prayer contains the rewards of a hundred thousand prayers. So here we see the different areas or the different mosques that are existing on this earth that brings about many, many, you know, rewards, many, many goodness, many, many rewards for prayers. When we pray at those particular places, may we all be able to reach those places, inshallah. So what happened then was that, you know, based on another narration, two vessels were then brought to the Prophet wasallam, which one was containing milk and the other was containing wine. So the Prophet wasallam had to choose between the two and he chose the milk over the wine. So here, the angel Jibreel said to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi O Muhammad, you enjoy what is pure. Surely you will guide your people to the right path. And you know, this journey demonstrates God's might and ability to make the, to make the impossible possible. Right? So beautiful and there will always be many things that we can learn from this particular story and if you think about it this whole journey that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala acknowledged him and honored him through you know different pockets of time at that point in time and you know the very fact that the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had to lead all of the other prophets in prayer at that particular mosque is also a gesture of honor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and 
if we you know take a few steps back and think about it earlier the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was going through a year of sorrow where he lost his loved ones and what made it much more sorrowful at that point was that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not send down any revelation to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam but who knew that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would you know reveal to him the next best thing which will be revealed to you in part 2 of project 4 by Afif, alright? So some learning points that we can learn from this part of the story of Isra is that in every hardship, there comes ease. Where Allah mentions as well, right? In the Quran, فَإِنَّ مَعَ الْعَسْرِ يُسْرَى إِنَّ مَعَ الْعَسْرِ يُسْرَى For every hardship, there is ease. For every hardship, there is ease. So there are two ways as to how we would like to look at this particular angle. Angle number one is that for every hardship that Allah blesses you with, know that He gives you with it ease so that you are able to overcome the particular hardship because without the heart without the ease you will struggle through the hardship and the second angle from which we would like to look at this particular matter is that through the hardships that we go through all of those things are happening for us and not against us and when things are happening for us not against us it means that Although at that point in time we see it as something difficult but we need to understand that it is something that is beneficial for us that will benefit us that will ease us in the long run. All right. So, uh there's a very first point learning point. The second learning point is that there will always be different hurdles to every journey. So, if you think about it, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when he made the night journey, it wasn't, you know, a smooth journey. It wasn't just okay, from point A to point B the next moment he reaches point B on Burak. But no, he went to different separate places along the way. He prayed at different separate places along the way. And I guess one thing that we can learn from that is that is the whole you know idea to a journey to the journeys it is a process and through the process you learn along the way because when we talk about journeys if it's just about you know traveling from one place to another most times we could say that we don't learn anything but it's with the pit stops you know the hurdles the challenges the things that we need to do along the way in our journey similarly to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it is a point of learning it is a point of growth it is a point to bring so much more meaning to our journey and last but not least is on the leadership of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam where here the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was highly honored by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this shows that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was the most loved to the allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the very fact that he led all the other prophets in prayer and that is a big deal you know and you know if you are hearing and if you are tuning into this project for part 1 on isra be reminded that you know the very fact that if you are chosen to lead a prayer if you are chosen or if you have volunteered yourself to lead a prayer although some people might say that uh you will hold you know a huge burden or a huge responsibility but try to look at it in a positive light that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala would want to elevate you would want to make you somebody who is capable to lead the rest of the people in prayer so mashallah even just the first half of isra wal mi'raj we can learn a lot of things and i am sure you will learn so much more in the second part which is on mi'raj for project 2 project 4 sorry project 4 part 2 where it will be shared by afif in the next week and i really hope for you to tune in to that particular next episode inshallah 
Alright So yep That's all from me For today um, Do follow us On our Instagram The Alltrees Underscore Project FB page And Twitter Alltrees Underscore Proj And also Give us a like Tell us what you like About us Or any suggestions That we should do For the next project Just leave it In the comment sections On our social media Platforms And you know, you can just also log on to www.perdaus.org.sg for more info about us and Perdaus. So that's all from me for 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 today for project four for part one, and I really hope for you to tune in to part two with Afif on the matter of Raj. So yep, uh, I should not attempt for a poem for today, but I am your host Hidayah. I'm Hidayah, your host, and. I will see you again on our next project. Wassalamualaikum. Take care and goodbye. Listen, you got broads in Atlanta. I got my wife up in Jenner. Did it all for the Azure. Bismillah, fix my intentions. Pop palaces, golden. You see me, I'm ballin' in Jenner. All I just wanted was Jenner. So I'm saying bunch of henna. What wine rivers, chillin'. Horror ain't women. Halal money, get it. We go to Saudi, spin it. And this go to all of my...